Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah Bean. It's so soothing, that voice, right? Recording in progress. Welcome to another episode of Seizure Salad, Fuster Clock Epilepticus. I am your host, Electrostatic Meat Sack, and currently Lab Rat. It's Micah B-Side. How you doing? Uh, this is a really cool episode of Seizure Salad. I'm really excited to uh, be introducing these gentlemen and this technology. This is huge. I am with the gentleman from Epitel. Epitel, uh, just put it in your brains right now, epitel.com. In fact, look it up while we're talking about this because you probably want to. Uh, I'm with Mark Lemkul and Nick Ochoksky. Mark, how you doing today? Good, good. Good, good. Pleasure to be here. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for it's having a, us. It's an honor to have you on, man. Nico, how are you today, man? Doing well. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you too, man. Got to. I had the pleasure of uh, meeting these gentlemen during a presentation in a uh, support group, an epilepsy support group in Northern Colorado. We were all blown away, by the way, um, after you guys had to get off the mic and leave. We actually were talking about this for a good hour afterwards. It was, yeah, some of us were talking about how it would have affected us through our treatment in the past. And a lot of us were really interested in how this might be able to help us in our treatment currently and in the future. So. Real quick background on Epitel. Epitel is a device that Mark came up with, right? This was your baby. You came up with this device on how to help people with seizure uh, conditions minimize time between the EEG unit and actual results, data in the hands of clinicians. Um, this is amazing. Uh, Epitel's device is completely 100% non-invasive small little squares that you put on your head that will track seizures. They will track all types of seizures. Oh man, look at that little square with a couple of tiny non-invasive little buttons. Actually pretty stylish too. I know some raver girls that used to wear those to shows. Well, not those <laughs> specifically, but you know, you put little little nice bright oh that's a good idea i should make them light up yeah oh yeah oh yeah people be all over that so there's so many questions i don't know exactly where to start so i think the best way to start is to give us a background on how you came into this mark you've been involved with this kind of developmental stuff and with the seizure community for a long time. So tell us a little bit about this. Where where did this come from? Where did you come from? And how did you get involved with the epilepsy community? So, um, yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Lankula, CEO of Epitel. Uh, let's see. My background is in biomedical engineering. Um, and uh, since my undergrad, I've been interested in diseases of the nervous system and how we could apply engineering to try to help diseases of the nervous system. Um, let's see, Utah is unique in that for the past, I don't know, like 35 plus years, they've had what's called the anti-convulsant screening program. And 
real briefly, what that means is that if I'm a pharmaceutical company developing a new anti-seizure medication, um, I can send it to the NIH. The NIH codes it, sends it to Utah. It gets tested in a battery of, of tests here. Uh, and then promising compounds would theoretically go on to clinical trials. And a lot of new anti-seizure medications have gone through this program. And, and so Utah has kind of a history of working on epilepsy, I suppose you could say. And it was during my time at the University of Utah that we realized that, you know, people with epilepsy have a similar problem in that, you know, most seizures go missed or can occur at night and you don't even know that you've had one unless it's a convulsive seizure. And even then, you know, sometimes you, uh, if you don't have your seizure diary around, you may not have recorded that event. So what we thought we would do is, is apply our engineering skills to create a wearable that can be used to track seizures and ultimately alert to seizures. And our main goal is to create a seizure forecasting system. Nice. Um, so I'll leave it there and introduce Nick Ochoxi, who's our, yeah, I, our I, CEO. <clears throat> so I guess whereas Mark's background has been more on the clinical and, and research side of healthcare, mine's been more on the business and operational side. So, so I've, I've worked you know, in consulting with hospitals. I've worked with, with startups. I've worked in venture capital as an investor. And throughout my career, I've, I've sort of dipped in and out of brain health and it's, it's sort of been a constant presence. So I, I worked for a, a short period of time at the Carter Center in, in Atlanta, working in their mental health program, which, which works to destigmatize depression, PTSD, anxiety, things like that. Um, I served a year in AmeriCorps and built up a behavioral health program for a, a clinic here in DC. And then when I was a venture capital investor, looked quite a lot at the, at the brain health space. And I, I met Mark now about a year and a half ago uh, through, through one of our investors. And, and what really brought everything home for me is, is thinking back to my work with AmeriCorps, um, what always stood out was how little we know about how the brain works. And what ends up happening is, is not knowing, unfortunately, can commonly lead to not, not caring for or not providing the right support. And so people with brain disorders or, or with mental health issues, are they sort of often fall through the cracks and are forced to take care of themselves. And, and when I was with AmeriCorps, not only was I responsible for, for building up our program, but I also did all of the intake for all the patients. And it, it was sort of unbelievable to me, the amount of people who, who really just needed somebody to listen. And, and to to care about the things that they were going through and, and who needed support with their quality of life and and so when I met Mark, I, I learned about his ambition for uh, bringing the EEG closer to the point of care, going home, um, improving quality of life, improving diagnostic capabilities, and, and going from epilepsy to to other CNS disorders. It it just made so much sense to me. I just sort of fell in love because it's it's I've seen how impactful that can be, and we we constantly talk to patients and caregivers and it's it's all they're always really powerful conversations always really inspiring conversations um so it, it was it was not hard for me to to be inspired by mark and the team and um i was i was living in london at the time when i met mark and after after working with him sort of on the side for for a few months my family and i made the decision that this is this is important enough uh, let's move back home to the us and, and let's do this full time wow wow you know you guys Mike. Micah, it's flattering. It's flattering. 
uh, that you that you say that I, I I developed this, but it's really a team effort. We've got a fantastic team that's super dedicated to this problem. You you know you you look on the website and everybody on the team has just got such a just a vibrant face on it and and just real quick little there is there's another gentleman on there who did uh, who has 22 years of medical development under his belt that's helped you out too. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but that gentleman deserves kudos as well. I, I had no idea it was this young in the making. Uh, however, Nico's passion and background combined with your efforts, it, it makes all the sense in the world that, that a product like this would come about. Because when, you're, when your passion and effort and skill sets are so aligned in that way, how can it not? How can it not come about like this? Um, so kudos, kudos to everyone in this team. This is amazing. Um, wow. Wow, Nico, thank you so much for, for sharing that side too. I don't think you had a, a nearly enough of a chance to speak at the uh, support group because we were all, we were all <laughs> fascinated. We were fascinated. Mark's the all-star. I let, I let him do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> And how's it like, real quick aside, real quick aside, what's it like moving your family from from nice, uh, foggy old London to uh, Salt Lake City, one of the <laughs> sunniest places on the planet? So, so I'm, I'm actually back home in D.C. now, but but a, a transatlantic move is, it was not a small, small undertaking. It was, we moved in in December, so right in the height of lockdowns in the U.K., and um, so it was... It, it it was pretty intense. <laughs> we feel like we're still a little bit in transition, but it's it's been really nice to be back home, closer to family, um, and it's nice. and it's been it's been a lot of fun to work with Mark and the team. And and like you said, that I mean, you, you're hearing it from us how dedicated everybody is, but but being there and seeing it is is pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah, I love being part of something like that because the energy and passion and direction. I think it's, that's the key is the direction and the focus. When everybody is on the same page like that, magic happens. Magic happens, you know? Uh, speaking of magic, or how about let's just say badass science and, and awesome human creativity. Let's talk about a little bit about this. These things look like these things hurting in the kill bills. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a f what you're riding to the sentence on. Use it as a weapon when it's 